So you are now the gastroenterology registrar in the General Gastroenterology Clinic. You are seeing the same gentleman from scenario one, uh, three months later, he, is now, he has now had a confirmed diagnosis of ulcerative colitis. Uh, and whilst his symptoms had improved after uh, a couple of days of intravenous steroids, they have, he has now finished his course of oral steroids about a month ago, but his symptoms have continued uh, to flare back again. Uh, despite him being on the correct maximum dose of mesalazine in the form of Octaser. So talk to me about how you would uh, assess the gentleman, any other information you want to know, and the, your initial investigations at this point. Okay. So my worry here is that he's continuing to have active IBD despite uh, treatment with... Um, five ASAs and optimal treatment with uh, five ASAs. Um, at this point, I'd, yeah, the main thing I'm thinking about here is escalating um, medical therapy, um, given that his symptoms are still so bad. Um, obviously, uh, trying to understand from him like what's how it's affecting his life and what the big impact impacts are um and then it's important as a clinician here to try and think about how we can how we can help improve this um and so the investigations that i'd like to do to help confirm that he is having a flare of ibd um it would definitely do a blood panel um and that's including uh, esr and crp um i would uh send off some stool samples, make sure there's no superimposed infection. Um, and uh, if I was worried that he was you know, clinically unwell, uh, you also could ask to borrow, again, an abdominal film, again, to make sure that he doesn't need um, admission. And then with that, all I could uh, do a true loss uh, score on him just to make sure that he doesn't need admitting from clinic. Assuming he doesn't need admitting from clinic. Um, so is it the next part of your question is what steps in terms of medications? Uh, well, it's, you've talked about investigations there, which is good. And what, so yeah, talk us through what your thought process is about how you manage him from medication point of view. So at the moment he's just on Octaser orally. Okay. So given that he's just on Octaser, Orally, um, I mean, he's on a maximum dose of oral tissue. Uh, I think, given he's on a maximum oral dose of uh, uh, five ASAs, then he could consider, I suppose, whether uh, rectal formulation may help, uh, may improve things. But is there, any, is there any other information that you would like to know about this gentleman or anything else that you'd further that you'd want to do before you uh, altered his medication regime or added to it? I suppose it would be useful to know from his previous diagnostic colonoscopy whether this was largely um, you know, like a, a rectal slash descending colon Um pattern of disease because I suppose you want to know if you'd had a full colonoscopy yeah 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 okay so if you go into your pack now and I will share the screen to show it 
this gentleman has had a full colonoscopy a couple of weeks earlier and the report is uh, truncated but is there. And what does TI stand for, sorry? Terminal Ilium. Terminal Ilium. Um, okay. So I think he's, so I think he's, yeah, that tells me he has got a colonic involvement. So you could consider rectal, um, uh, rectal five ASAs. And then, you know, if this wasn't to be working, I could either keep him in very close contact and see how he gets on with that for a week or so, a week or two, and then bring him back. Um, or I could skip that straight away and go straight for um, the next step, which would be um, azathioprine or uh, fibrocaptopurins. Um, and that'd be the next medical step that I would consider for him. Um, okay, so uh, you want to escalate his therapy? Yeah. Seems appropriate, doesn't it? Uh, okay, is there anything uh, that you would like to do before or any information you'd like to have before you started him on azathioprine? Um, so with azathioprine, um, because it is an immunosuppressant, you can get a, um, it can unmask any other previous latent infection, especially things such as TB. Uh, I suppose you need to know his, um, I don't know whether it's t t either his TB status, whether he's got BCG or whether you might even need to do it an x-ray to confirm that he's got no signs of current TB before you start azathioprine. Um, and you'd want to make sure that, as a medical point of view, that he hasn't got any other kind of things that azathioprine would, might interact with um, and whether he's got other coexisting medical conditions that azathioprine might impact as well. So mm -hmm. other, other drugs and other um, ailments as well. Okay. And uh, if you're counselling this gentleman on a new medication that you're giving him, what, what would you warn him about or advise him about? So azathioprine, you do need um, a lot of monitoring because it can cause, um, it can cause uh, pancytopenia, um, which is a big worry. So we'd have to monitor him with blood tests to uh, make sure that he's not becoming pancytopenic on azathioprine so make sure the patient's aware of that um and uh you'd also want to make sure that the uh the patient res responded well to the treatment as well so you talked to him about how you were going to keep him under how his monitoring would how his monitoring would go from a medication point of view but also from a response to treatment point of view as well so looking at uh how frequent the stools are, kind of like numerical scores, how frequent the schools, stools are, uh, that's where these, um, how, many, how, many, how much bloody stools there are, what volume of blood there is, uh, how much pain he's in, uh, and what his weight is doing. Probably good ways to monitor how, um, how well he responds to the isothyroid. Okay. And uh, were he to be intolerant of azathioprine and intolerant of 6-mecaptopurine, what else but still needed to be on further treatment, what would you consider escalating him to at that point? I think at that point, um, 
and I was involved my consultant uh, with this, that point I have to consider biologics um, for this patient. Okay, and uh, what kind, do you know any biologics that we use kind of first line in this case? So infliximab uh, might, 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 might be a good option because I know you can use, you can use it for both Crohn's and for UC. Uh, so, yeah. Any others? Any young, uh, particularly if you're thinking about a young gentleman that uh, wants to have an active life and and uh, doesn't really want to be coming in for infusions. I know there are some that are perhaps tablet form, but I, I don't know the names and what you might need, what the screening you might need to do beforehand and whether they're suitable for young people. Okay. Uh, so you said you'd like to keep him under close uh, observation, which seems very reasonable. Um, who else would you think about involving apart from your consultant uh, in the longer term care of this gentleman? Oh, okay. So yeah, this I want to maybe involve um, whether there's any, if we had the support of any uh, other uh, specialist nurses, so, uh, the IPT uh, specialist nurses who could also help, uh, help lessen the burden and also check in with him to see how he's doing on his treatments. Mm -hmm. Good. All right. Thank you very much. Thank you.